Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all the continued love and support that you've given me. Don't forget to help me pay the fee. Help pay the fee. Help grow the show. Send this show to somebody. Send it to a friend. Send it to a relative. Send it to somebody you don't like. Maybe you just leave the house and you put this on and you play it for your dog. Play it for somebody. Hook a brother up. Guys, today's going to be a quick little episode. Um, Every year, our country grows more and more divided. The left doesn't trust the right. The right doesn't trust the left. Americans no longer trust their neighbors, the people that live in their own town. And I feel like this comes from the growth in population is one thing. The more people that are in a city, the more people that are around you, the less you value humans, the less you value their life. Because the more people that you're surrounded by, the more of a nuisance that people become. There's never any place to park. You got to wait at restaurants. You got to drive around the mall looking for somewhere to stop. You the wait times at the movies, like there's always something in your day-to-day life of entertainment or anything like that, that more people becomes a nuisance. And because of this, we've lost this value of life and people are getting more violent towards each other and people aren't willing to wait and understand people like they used to. Another big problem that this comes from is social media. Social media gives you instant gratification. And we've become a society that only wants to be surrounded by the voices and opinions of people that we agree with. It's always right there. You always get that quick little rush of dopamine whenever you want it. And you can choose to either... Only listen to the voices you agree with and be happy, or you can dive in on the opposite and be anonymous and attack the other side and think that you're doing something great. And you don't have this forum for good communication with the other side. So you just kind of jump in, you throw a jab, you hide behind an anonymous name or you know, a fake picture, whatever it may be. That's not all of us, but it's a huge amount of people. And you jump back out and you think you got them. You did one for the other team. And that just slowly pulls the fabric of our society farther and farther apart. And it's horrible. Because of all these reasons, the political separation, the social media, the the Americans not trusting each other anymore, violence is growing and it's changing. And I believe that it's going to continue to grow as our hate for each other continues to grow. As we get more connected on the internet, the more unconnected we become with actual people. And I think as this happens, as these cities continue to fill as politics 
continue to get wilder and wilder, and the media continues to paint these crazy images of the other side and divide us farther and farther apart, we're going to see violence continue to grow and continue to get much, much worse. Now, I want to preface what I'm about to go into with, I still believe this is the best time to ever be alive. You have things that no human before you has ever had, but you still need to be prepared. Somebody sent me a video today of a group of guys, looks like they're somewhere in the UK possibly, and they get in a little gang fight in a mall. And I'm not going to get into too much crazy detail, and I also am not going to share this video because it's pretty gruesome. But you guys have, a lot of you may have already seen it. It's kind of going viral on the internet right now, which is crazy to me that this video can be up on Instagram. People can like it. They can share it. They can comment on it. Yet I post a picture with a gun and it gets taken down. It's crazy to me. So in this video, there's about three guys on one side, three guys on the other. And one of the guys has a knife. And the three guys kind of come after him and he swings the knife at him a few times and they're yelling back and forth. And he's backing away and trying to leave the situation, the guy with the knife. But he's not turning his back. He's facing these guys, but he is trying to leave. And the other guys keep rushing him. And one guy's kind of throwing some punches and he tries to cut him with the knife and doesn't get him. And then one guy, the biggest guy, runs up to the guy with the knife, hands down, chest forward, and runs and gets right in this guy's face in a threatening manner. So the guy with the knife sticks him with it. Okay? The guy who got stabbed, this big guy who ran at him face first, was dead in about seven seconds. He was dead. Street fighting is stupid. Okay? It always has been. People die all the time in street fights thinking they're tough. They're influenced by alcohol. Their ego gets in the way. They misunderstand something. They get shot. They get stabbed. They get knocked out and they fall and hit their head and they die. People die all the time in street fights for no reason. Acting tough is also stupid. If you see a guy who has a weapon, he's trying to leave, you don't have a weapon, and you're chasing this guy down, he's not a threat to other people. I mean, he could be, but he's more of a threat to you if you're just going to run at him with your hands down. You're asking to die. Okay? If you have a threat that's got a knife and you got nothing, never let that threat in your bubble. If somebody's physically, you know, no knife and they're trying to taunt you or trying to get in a fight with you, never let them in your bubble. Distance is your best friend. And if you have a gun, even better, distance is your best friend. You should always keep your distance. It is not worth 
your manhood, your ego, your, your man card, whatever it is, if that's not worth your life for looking tough to try and I'm going to be the guy who fights the guy with a knife today, or I'm going to be the guy at the bar who stands up to that jerk who's being loud and I'm going to get in a fight with him. And this big guy turns around, knocks you out, you hit your head, you're dead. What you need to do is leave. Now, I know I preach running in to save people. You see somebody running into a school with a gun. You might want to get your gun real quick and take that threat out. If you know somebody's in a school shooting little kids, you run into that school and you do everything you can to take that guy out. But that's people like me. That's people like us with that type of mentality. If you got a family and it's not, that person is not an immediate threat to other people, you get out of the situation always. Whenever other people's lives are not in danger and it's just somebody being stupid, you get out of the situation as fast as possible. So with this, if you can't get out as fast as possible, you should always be prepared and you shouldn't just be prepared You should be over-prepared. That's why I always stress about carrying a firearm all the time. You never know when something like this is going to happen. You never know when somebody's going to have a psychotic break and come after you. You never know when you're going to see evil attacking innocents and you're going to need to be the one to intervene. You never know. And you don't want to be the person that carries around this little tiny 22 because, oh, I can just fit it in my pocket and it does nothing. And you end up dying when you were obviously thinking about being prepared, but you didn't prepare in the right way, so now you lost your life. You need to be fully prepared. It's not just to protect you, it's to protect others. And it doesn't just include a firearm. You guys need to carry first aid kits. That is something that will always come in handy Even if it's not violence, it could be an accident, it could be a a dog bite, it could be any number of things. Having a first aid kit with you, say women in your purses or in your vehicles, Um, guys, if you got a backpack that you carry around, throwing one in there, they're not that big and they can end up saving somebody's life with something like a tourniquet or, you know, pressure, um, you can apply pressure with gauze, any type of thing. That is something that saves life. You should definitely carry a first aid kit. The number one thing that's going to save you in any bad situation is going to be your situational awareness. Knowing when to leave, knowing when the tide turns, knowing who's coming in, what they look like, noticing shady characters is going to be the best thing for you. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a place where a bar fight breaks out or, um, you know, somebody comes in, does something bad, uh, all kinds of things. You know, when they walk in, the air changes. And you should always be on the lookout from that or for that. Um, A lot of people just kind of live their life oblivious to that kind of thing and they're not really paying attention. You know, they sit with their back towards the entrance of a restaurant and don't ever care to look. And that is a surefire way to become a target and you won't be able to react until it's too late. But now you sit in the restaurant, you face the exit or the entrance so you can see who's coming and going 
And you don't have to be like an FBI agent on a stakeout, you know, taking down everybody's clothes and what they're all about and spending your entire time worrying about that. But you can make a quick judgment about who could possibly be a threat in about half a second. If you look up and you see this middle-aged woman with a three-year-old and a five-year-old kid come walking in and they're all happy and laughing and, you know, they're about to have lunch, I think it's safe to say that they're probably not a threat. But you see somebody coming in with a big jacket on. It's the middle of summer. That's kind of odd. He's got neck tattoos, face tattoos. He looks on edge, doesn't look very comfortable. He's scanning the room real quick back and forth. Potentially could be a problem. And now I'm not profiling him because he has tattoos, but I'm describing a basic character of somebody that you would notice that shouldn't be there. Another thing that I like to do is I like to carry a larger gun in my vehicle or a bag just in case things get really bad. Over the last few years, we have seen riots cover the nation or quote-unquote peaceful protests where people get locked in these very dangerous, aggressive riots where crowds are going through and smashing buildings and cars and lighting buildings and cars on fire and attacking people, throwing bricks at people. And in those instances, a handgun is not going to be my choice. The only thing a handgun is good for is for the quick right here, right now, and the fight to get to a rifle. That's all a handgun is good for. So carrying a rifle in a bag or in your vehicle in a safe manner, in a, in a responsible manner, is a great thing, especially if you live in a big city. Now, living in a more rural area, you probably aren't going to have to deal with that. Odds of a riot or a protest going on there are slim to none. And if it does happen, you're probably going to have a very easy way to get out of it. To whereas these big cities, we're seeing cars get landlocked or, or car locked on these freeways with people all around them, or they take a wrong turn and all of a sudden they're locked in, nowhere to go, they're, they can't take off, and they're stuck there. And now hopefully, if that situation arises, you don't have to shoot anybody. Hopefully, if any situation in your life arises, I hope nobody ever has to take somebody's life. But I want all of you to be prepared to protect your own life or somebody else's life. One last thought on all this is having enough ammo. I was just talking to somebody the other day, um, just like I was joking about somebody carrying a 22. This person was carrying a very, very small handgun with very little ammo. Okay, five shots. And... I know in previous episodes, I've talked about carrying a Glock 43 that only carries six rounds, but when I do, I have one or two extra mags, and I'm never far from my truck, and this is not an ideal situation. It's not something that I agree with, and I kind of break my own rules, so I understand that I'm being a hypocrite, but I'm also carrying extra ammo just in case. What I like to carry is a 19, because you have way more ammunition because the odds of you just getting attacked by one person is slim to none. You're probably going to get attacked by a group. And even if you're only attacked by one person, 
in the worst moment of your life and you have to take a shot to defend your life, the odds of you putting a good hit on target out of six shots, maybe you get one, and it's probably not going to be a good shot. And most police videos that we see where they're taking down a criminal that's attacking them, they don't go down on the first shot. They need many shots. So carrying a mid to full size gun is a more responsible tool to protect your life and other people's life. You need to think what's the worst case scenario Four people attack me. What's the worst case scenario? How can I prepare for that? I'm stuck in a riot, you know, social unrest, uh, violent protest, something like that. That's what you need to prepare for. You don't need to prepare for, okay, maybe I'm at the grocery store. A guy comes in with a knife, says he's going to kill somebody, and he's standing with his back to me 10 feet away and not moving and never looks back, and he he goes to grab somebody, so I shoot him. That is not going to be the scenario. The violent attacker is going to be going fast. They could be coming after you, and you need to be ready to act fast and be prepared to neutralize that threat. I'm hopeful that this country is going to turn itself around. I'm hopeful that people are starting to see that they can't trust the media. I'm hopeful that people are starting to see they can't trust politicians anymore. All politicians are is a giant magnet for your money. That's all they want. They want to divide you because they get more money out of it. The farther the division is, the more we don't trust each other, the more we hate each other, the more money they're going to get to fight the other side. Don't let them win. It's you and me. It's you and her. It's her and him. It's us, the American people, against evil. And we need to come together as a family and stand up for what's right and protect each other. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to go on iTunes, rate the show a five-star, leave me a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give me a quick little five-star. Thanks, guys. See you next week.